WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to the Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. To a new edition of Wrestling POV Aftermath. The TLC pay-per-view point game is it was on today. And uh, of course we got a winner and we got a turtle award winner also. If you don't know what that means, that means you're in last place, my man. Who is it? Tune in to find out later on on the show, towards the end of the show. But with me is Rick Serrano the third. Hey people. Elio Canella, the gentleman. Great to be here. And Andy Anderson, the lone wolf. Saving the best for last. A pleasure to be here as always. He is joining us for this TLC. And this is your first pay-per-view points game, huh? Yes, it is. I'm still uh, learning as I go. <laughs> like I said, uh, Rick will uh, do the uh, uh, results uh, towards the end of the show. But meanwhile, let's get started with the TLC pay-per-view. Uh, the pre-show match, Daniel Bryan, Otis, Chad Gable, Big E versus... Corbin, Cesaro, Shinsuke, and Sami Zayn. The winners were the faces. That's all I'm doing. I'm not going to read all that again. So, Biggie, um, Daniel Bryan, Gable, and Otis. All right, so let's, let's go with the lone wolf. Andy, uh, what did you think of this match? Uh, you know what? I uh, I was busy getting pizza, so I did not see that match. I'm uh, getting straightforward and honest, although had I uh, picked that as well, I would have picked the faces because to me it just was a pre, pre-show pre a match like that it just made sense to me and uh you know with, with the way they're kind of pushing did, did they give the heat did they give the heels a team name or something i don't think so i don't know i didn't hear anything yeah I I, did, did the baby faces have a team name i didn't hear anything all i heard was the nice of the lone wolf or something he's talking about me oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm like wait i'm like wait is well, just, just because this isn't our regular show doesn't mean you get more than 100 words, so you better pick them like, carefully, okay? But when he's talking to the lone wolf, you shush. I'm giving my analysis of when I ate when I was ordering pizza and how I missed this match, but yet it still made sense to what happened. <laughs> I think Elio, Elio just forgot, I guess, right? <laughs> no, well, yeah. what happened was, actually, Elio is correct. They were talking about um, Buddy, um, not Murphy, Blake and Cutler, those are the knights of the lone wolf. Those two oh. jabroni. Yeah. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. That's, that's what he's talking oh. about. Yeah. <laughs> well, what is Corbin? That? Is Corbin going back to being a lone wolf now? No. The henchmen are. No. Those, those two. Uh, Blake and Cutler. If you have henchmen for a lone wolf, then he's not alone anymore. So what the hell? <laughs> Andy, man, you're you're with us now too. So well, I, hey, I wasn't the one who gave myself the lone wolf nickname. I think Thomas started calling me that. <laughs> really. True story. In IWA, because I mean, when I when I was first in Mexico, they gave me a Lobo Blanco. So that was the first time I had the wolf, anything kind of wolf gimmick. So that's white right. wolf. Okay. Then when I was in IWA, uh, they gave me a Lobo Solitario. So that was the, the lone wolf. Yeah. And then it was like, I got a manager and eventually they put me in a tag team. And even I'm saying like, how can I be a lone wolf when I'm not by myself? <laughs> so I just shorted it to El Lobo. So then yeah. the, wolf. the wolf. And yeah. then as times passed, I'd be 
uh, I, I'd venture into like the alpha wolf because it's like, okay, well, you know, yeah, that, that made sense. So, yeah. yeah, so no, I the whole lone wolf thing, <laughs> you know, what? it's because we're doing all these Zoom calls, and I'm here by myself. So, even though I'm part of the pack, I'm still the lone wolf here. Yes, uh, so that's how we're going to get by that yes. little technicality. But uh, other than that, if that's what they're calling, well, Alio was right then. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, even a blind squirrel finds a nut now. <laughs> that's my line. No, I'm kidding. All right, so, um. um uh, Rick, go ahead. Yeah, this pre-show match was pretty solid. I really enjoyed it. Um, overall, I gave it a three. I thought it was a, a good opening for the show. Um, I thought with this opening, we were going to have a, a really solid show. I, uh, as we go on, you'll hear my complaints about some of the actions of the match. But I do have to say, this matchup, Cesaro and Gable and Nakamura, they just show why they should be a lot bigger than what they are. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, the the stuff that they do in the ring is just amazing. Chad Gable, too, man. I mean, he deserves to get a push as well. Um, hanging around with Otis is not going to do him any good. And why was Daniel Bryan even there? I, honestly, <laughs> I felt like he was barely in this match. Yeah. Uh, Big E picks up the win over Sami Zayn. And as we know, what happens later on in the show Um He's now going to get an IC title shot. So that's yeah, pretty cool, it. too. Yeah. yeah so, to what, what did you give this match, though, overall? I gave it a three. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I thought it was pretty Look solid. Out. Okay. Um, well, Andy, just so you know, normally when we do these pay per view points games, sometimes they'll just add a match without us knowing. Right. So, we just don't count it towards. You know, our final. Yeah. So, yeah. Unless I yeah. get it right, then, then so, we yeah. had it. <laughs> uh, Elio, what's your thoughts on this match? Uh, this one, uh, it was a good match. I gave it 2.5 on this one. Wow. Okay. I gave it a two uh, only because I, th- I just think there was just too many people there. A lot of good talent there, but I get what they were going with it with Big E and Sami Zayn. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. I think Sami Zayn is like the, the best thing they have so far as far as an IC champ. Yeah, I love. I don't know why, but I love that chicken shit gimmick. (laughs) You know, the chicken shit heel. I don't know why. It's just it it works. I mean, if you can do it right, yes, it it can work. And Sammy does it right. Billy Kay does it right. Um, But uh, I was. I don't know. For me, I just think there was just too much going on. So I gave it a two. It wasn't bad, but I just gave it a two. So that, that's where I went with it with that. So uh, up next, we have the WWE Championship. They starting off hot with uh, Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles. Well, uh, Tony, I think they ended hot. <laughs> <laughs> no sound effects this one. No, Miguel doesn't do aftermath. He doesn't. <laughs> He's asleep. Uh, <laughs> Elio, what are your thoughts on this match? Uh, I thought this was a great opening match. I... And uh, when uh, Miz came down, I, they were gonna, and they said they're turning into a triple threat. I was like, oh no! Exactly. I thought they were I was in the show what to how what to think, but they made they made it work. And I I thought they they got almost out of there in the right way, like having Shad chasing John Morrison out. Yeah. And uh, I I gave this one a three point five. Oh wow! Wow, Rick, what are your thoughts? Well, first of all, well, be careful with the way you say chasing. Almost was Frankensteining. <laughs> it was like, oh, a, Michael, yeah, it was like a Michael Myers, to... Jason yeah, Voorhees yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah um, for Michael for Myers, me, I thought it was a... people. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Him. He almost for... got him. <laughs> but it's another one. Uh, we need this. Oh. <laughs> 
Um, I gave this match a four. I really, really enjoyed this match. AJ Styles can fucking go, man. Right? Just everything he touches is solid. From the very beginning when he drew McIntyre's knee and how they just sold that throughout the match was amazing. Yeah. The Miz coming out and cashing in, that was also shocking. The only thing that would have made this a five is if at least at one point AJ Styles stood on <laughs> his shoulders and tried to get the belt. That well, would have so wanted that five. so bad. I thought that uh, was, I did too. Really I was dying do. for yeah, it was just the one piece that was missing. Wow. But uh yeah, I gave it a solid four. It was a but great I, match. You gave it a four. All right, Andy, what's your thoughts on this match? All right, uh you your pizza. <laughs> you know what? I got the pizza, and I actually even texted a friend. I said, I bought this pizza to watch through the pay-per-view. I said, it didn't even make it through the introductions of the first match. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. It was like, Damn. so for, for me, the pay-per-view starts like at 5 o'clock here. So I think I started eating the pizza at like 4.51. And like by like 4.59 or something, it was like, it was gone. Like it was, just, they were just starting wow. to do like the, the, the beginning videos. And stuff. I'm like, man, this didn't even make it to the first match. But yeah, I digress. Um, I, I, like everybody else, I thought it was a, a solid opener. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm a fan. The TLC matches or any of these kind of plunder matches or the ladder matches, uh, I appreciate all the crazy flippy stuff. But mm. to me, I'm more a fan of when they're they're used more like weapons and it's more like a brutal fight just beat the hell out of the guys versus mm. okay well we got to line up this tape we got to line up this ladder here this ladder here we're going to crisscross flip flop and all that i just these guys beat the hell out of each other uh they told a solid story you know we kind of talked about with uh, working on drew's leg and uh, i think that's you know something that's important that gets lost a lot uh elsewhere uh, and on the independent levels is when you, you know, you work on a body part or you're telling a story is, you know, you're still selling, you're still registering. I mean, too often, you know, guys are working, girls are working and it's like, oh, you know, I, I'm working on your leg for 10 minutes you know, you can barely walk. And then all of a sudden you're jumping up, you're moving around and it's like, well, yeah, that didn't really mean anything. Like, you know, whereas here, these guys, you know, they beat the hell out of beat the hell out of each other they told the story mm -hmm. uh you and, know and you can to tell give credit to drew for just even keep selling the leg and everything yeah too. i so. it, it's 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 work like that's part of what you need to mm -hmm. do so um overall yeah solid opener i don't know if i would have given it a five but uh as far as but you know like similar to rick i was hoping there would be at least one spot the only thing <laughs> you know the on an independent level, this could probably work. You probably only have maybe two or three ladders. But when you're WWE and you have access to, like, <laughs> you know, a Home Depot amount of ladders, it's really true. hard to justify why, you know, why are you climbing on his shoulders? Just go get another ladder. We've got 24. <laughs> you know, we're, we're the guys that make, you know, ladders big enough for the big show. So we should be okay. <laughs> but uh, no, I would have loved to have seen it even just for an, an attempt. I thought it would have been, would have been great. Uh, I gave this one a four, you know. Gave it a four? Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. same with all you guys. For me, this was match of the night, in my opinion. And uh, did, did Drew have like a little mark on his leg too? It looked like towards the end of the match, it looked like I saw like a little bruise on his leg too. Oh, it's possible. There's usually a few bumps and bruises along the way in those matches. But, but it just go, it just went along with the story of the match too, yeah. of him selling that leg. Um, this match, like I said, I thought it was matching that. I gave it a four and a half. Um, wow. My only thing with this match was almost. Um, to me, it's like I haven't seen him do anything yet. 
And, you know, for me, if you're going to keep showing him and he's supposed to be his bodyguard, you know, the only thing he did was that he caught the Miz and then he threw him over. And then that was it. And then he went and chased uh, Morrison and you know, he was doing the Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers walk all the way up there and still couldn't catch him. And but what about the, the chair exploding? That was pretty cool. That, that was, was impressive. Yeah. That was, that was impressive. a nice little I liked that one. I did like that, but I wanted to I see should... more of him. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? At this point, though, besides the fact that they're not ready to show him stuff, it's not about him. When it's time for him to shine, when it's time to give him more attention, mm-hmm. they'll do that, right? I mean, yeah. when you've got AJ in there, like, I mean, really, like, they're doing the guy a favor by putting him with AJ. That's true. So it's not yeah, – yeah, yeah. I, I get what you I mean. mean he's but green as green as your shirt. Green, I was going to say greener. Greener. <laughs> greener. Yeah. You know like, what? I mean – he did. They did send him back to the performance center too to work on some stuff. Hey, everybody can always go back to work on stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, yeah. And he's what, a big guy. Jesus. Yeah. He's one, one thing though, you know, just because you mentioned it, made me thinking. And I mean, it's a it's a minor point, and nothing mm-hmm. I was really taking away from the match, but the fact that Miz comes in near the end of the match, fresh as a daisy, gets <laughs> dropped onto a table, yeah. and then is dead for like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's like ah. Oh. Yeah. Come on, yep. dude. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I don't want to take away anything from the match because of almost, but, you know, I just want to, like, if I knew that we're going to involve him in some kind of way. Of course. I just want him to be more involved to show that, you know, hey, okay, well, he's not that bad. Okay, he belongs in that role right now. And like yeah. you said, too, he couldn't be with a better person than AJ Styles. For me, in my opinion, though, this felt like an all AJ Styles match. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah. it just felt like it was him all along that, you know, that called everything in this match, but everything worked well. Everything worked really well with this match. So, yeah, I gave it a four and a half. Um, I mean, everything did work well, except for me picking AJ to win. That's that's about it. You picked AJ. Uh, yeah. You picked AJ. Yeah. What, what, um, what was that, Elio? Yeah, he uh, he picked AJ, and we we both picked uh, Drew McIntyre. What he what he bet on the points? All right, relax. We don't need to. We don't need to. <laughs> we do need to know. <laughs> hey, Elio. Eighteen. Damn, Elio. Damn, Elio. <laughs> so that's that. That wasn't a good start for you, then, Rick. Uh, no, no, eighteen points. The first two matches was not a good start. As we get into the second match, exactly. So yeah, let's get into that. The women's match: Sasha Banks versus Carmella. Car, uh, uh, actually, Sasha coming out on top of this match. Uh, we'll go with uh, Rick. Rick, what do you? Yeah. Think? What's your thoughts on this match? You know, this was a solid women's match i really really enjoyed it carmella is money she's been working on her craft while she was away or or Corey was helping her out in some way you know what i'm saying because she is <laughs> no so- I, I don't know what you're saying please explain it to me <laughs> sexually <Kinda> sexually <laughs> um sexually she um might have gave her some- <laughs> just give it up already <laughs> <laughs> um well that's what i was trying to say you know what i'm saying um, <laughs> but uh yeah she she's kicking ass and taking names man yeah. she did a great she's job improved. in this match she definitely improved uh sasha banks did a great job the only complaint i have with this match is fucking michael cole man he is just a terrible he's terrible especially when it comes to sasha banks matches yeah. it's just the commentary that he delivers is just not there. And it just takes me out of it. I wanted so badly for... Like what, but what was he doing that took you out of this match? 
Yeah. It's just the boss time stuff. And it's just over and over again with uh, just, just like calling out everything that, that Sasha does. And I get it. That's the job of a commentator, Mm -hmm. but just the way he does it, the, the, the extra, that he gives it to it it just right. is too much and it's just like come relax relax she's doing a meteora for the 10th time this match and you're calling it like it's the first time it's just like relax michael cole but uh aside from me being upset that i picked carmella i thought this was a solid match and i gave it a three wow okay andy your thoughts on this match uh i can echo the same thing to, to rick solid match uh both women i thought looked great carmella definitely has improved uh everything from ring awareness positioning uh her facial expressions the story she tells with her face Mm -hmm. i think uh not that i noticed it being poor before but it just really stood out to me tonight as like really being good and especially as the match wore on and and the uh the you know when there was times of frustration the frustration she was showing the cockiness everything like it was it was really good um yeah, I mean, I, I picked Sasha to win, but just by DQ, but, uh, you know. Because <laughs> I honestly, that was, I just figured the way things were going, you know, I still thought Sasha would get the win, but I, I wanted to see something underhanded from mm-hmm. uh, Carmella to, like, get her disqualified and kind of keep right. the heat that way rather than, than having her tap out. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm not the booker, so what do I know? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree with you too, especially, like, yesterday's show, I was just praising how Carmella has like grown on to me, which before she really hasn't, but just this new attitude, this new look, everything about her has changed. And let yeah. me tell you, you know, that spot that Tommy, I guess that's his name. Tommy. That, Thomas is his last name. Or Tommy. Yeah, was, they, they changed it because on SmackDown, that's what he, Carmella was calling him. Thomas oh, okay. or Tommy. Tommy, and then Tommy? Uh, okay. tonight, we'll Tommy. and tonight they changed his name to Reginald Thomas. Well, Thomas, Reginald I mean, if, he's Thomas. A, if Thomas is a, a like a Somali, like Thomas sounds yeah. more yeah. professional and dignified than Tommy. Tommy, yeah. that's why they uh, change. Yeah. All right, so we call him Thomas. But I was I was pretty impressed. I mean, he almost almost didn't get that spot when Carmella jumped over and he caught her. You know, he like struck, but he just picked her right up and then did that that one spot that they did. I was really impressed with. So I think having him with her adds more to her character than it does even him. Adds layers. Yeah. So I was like, like I said, with Crimp now, if I have to be picky, but I just I just get picky with these things, is uh with Carmella constantly fixing her leggings all the time yeah you know, for me it's like listen if you're gonna wear stuff in the ring that you're gonna have to constantly adjust like ronda rousey used to do all the time in between her freaking crotch putting them down then don't wear it you i know? think that was purposely done though i think she she did she, a lot of times during the match yeah so. i know i think i think it was purposely done though that, because she wanted to show that she still looks good after getting <laughs> beat down but you know, I, Tony, I, I think it, but... easy, easy, Corey Serrano, easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tony, I think, uh, I think we, you used to call Carmella Scoop Neck. Scoop Neck. Uh, I think she grown into her neck. I think she doesn't <laughs> right? well, look as big. Don't wear the choker. The choker anymore, and she doesn't look like a like a giraffe yeah, like anymore. This. She looks good. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, I mean, that's just me being picky about it. But the match overall, though, it was a solid match. I liked it. I like the outcome. I don't think Carmella should have lost that way. 
because uh, I wanted to keep seeing more of this, and I wouldn't mind seeing yeah. more of this. So, having said that, I don't, I don't think it's done. I mean, you know, there's no, there's no chance it's done. But like I said, you and I are in the same wavelength about it would have been, you know, for her to get disqualified or something. It would have been a lot better. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, but I gave this match a three. So for a Sasha Banks match, as much as I criticize Sasha Banks a lot, I gave it a three. And I and I and I do applaud Sasha during this match. I, I was really impressed with her. You know, as being the champion, she fought like a champion, and she did really, really well. And, and Carmella, her frog this, splash looked nice. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And well, actually, bad. Yeah. You know what? I, I agree with what just since you brought that up. Now, mind you. I get it. She's paying homage to Eddie Guerrero because she did the the three amigos, three amigos. and then she yeah. right after that did this frog sp- splash for a good five minutes. That's all we heard from Michael Cole. Yeah, yeah, and it's like okay, we uh, you know we get it. Granted, a lot of people might not know, but guys like us, we know, dude. Stop, stop. <laughs> Just let them let them live. <laughs> You know, let them be them. You know, so no, I, I I get what you were saying as far as that point goes because I was annoyed with that when like I think when she was doing the three amigos, he must have mentioned it like three times during that time. Well, one for each amigo. Spot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like Jesus, man, cut it out. <laughs> no, but I did like the match. I gave it a three. Uh, Elio, I too gave it a three. I really like this match. And, and I, I like that. I like that three amigos spot. Um, you did in the front splash. But yeah, Michael Cole. Every time he he says it's boss time, or it's, he's it's so annoying. So... Just stop. I don't. I don't. I don't know. The, the it's boss time. Yeah. And now her Titantron just says boss time. <laughs> it doesn't have anything else but boss time. Seriously? It just keeps flashing. Yeah. It just keeps flashing boss time. I never. I never yeah. noticed that. Seriously, yeah, oh. I noticed it tonight. Yeah, it was weird. Wow! Could you imagine if there was like, and 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 I understand the logistics how this won't work, but could you imagine if there was like a mixed tag? They did the mixed. Uh, was it that that mixed uh, mass challenge or whatever? Yeah. Where they had yeah. like one male. If they had Vader and Sasha Banks on the same team, oh man, <laughs> Michael Cole would explode. <laughs> That's we would never hear the end of it. <laughs> If we wouldn't. That's it's come boss angle. time, come time, time, time. <laughs> is it Vader boss time or is it boss what? Vader time or? Oh man, you know, knowing Vader, uh, the way Kenny oh. explains, I think it's Vader boss time. <laughs> it, it yeah. Vader boss time. <laughs> it might be Vader time and the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later boss's time. <laughs> All right, so up next, we have the Raw Tag Team Championship, the New Day versus the Hurt Business. Wow. Well, Tony, Finally. before we get before we got into that match, it was uh, Billy Kay's little segment with oh, Asuka, yeah. and I just had to mention it. I loved it. She said she spoke Japanese. And then Asuka, Asuka saying, I don't think you understood. I wonder what she said, though. I wonder what Asuka said. That's well, um, Elio, Elio speaks fluent Japanese, so he can tell you. Well, does he? Elio, what does she say? No, I, I'm ashamed mistaken. <laughs> I'm in the process of learning. <laughs> well, I did love that segment. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of Billy Kay. And uh, yeah. for her to do that spot, it was just hilarious. Especially saying that she spoke Japanese and Asuka speaking Japanese. Right funny. into it. Uh, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I do like that. But uh, yeah, that was funny. 
the New Day versus Hurt Business. Uh, Hurt Business finally, finally. getting the tag straps. I do. I I always wanted them to get the tag straps. Yeah. It would make their faction just a little bit more stronger and more credible too. Um, again, if I have to be picky, I just don't like Cedric Alexander's attitude. Like, yeah, what's going on with that? I don't know. Oh, That's been like the past. Two I love weeks. it. Do you really? I do. Oh. I go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, for me, it's like he, he's he's starting to look like a clown a little bit, you know, and, and it, it, he could cost the hurt business. I'm I'm glad it didn't tonight. I am, you know, but. Like he just recently started doing that, like I think what a couple weeks now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, a couple weeks. You know, I was just like, I'll just a little bit thrown off with that. You know, because I, I, I don't know. I guess because I want hurt business to be more serious. You yeah. know, Bobby Lashley's a big dude. You know, you got Shelton Benjamin. You know, the veteran, and then you got um, Cedric Alexander, who's the young buck. I, I don't well, know. That's I, why. For me, yeah, I see that. For for me, it's like I just want them to be like a newer age uh, four horsemen. You know, take them yeah. serious. You know, you want them to be like a tight unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah and MVP too. You know, he does add to the group as much as Rick hates him. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this was an okay match. Um, again, I complained about this before, and I'm going to keep complaining it again. You know, Kofi, why is he wearing capris with sneakers? Yeah, because <laughs> he's Kofi, and that's what he does. And and you know what though? I mean, he's always constantly in our book. I'm not gonna put him in the book this week. I'm not. I was thinking about it. I was thinking, I was about, thinking it. about it too. Uh, but uh, overall, though, I'm glad they did win, and I gave this match uh, 2.5. I gave it. Uh, Andy, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, this has been kind of the common theme here for every statement I started for a match, but I liked it. I thought it was a solid match. I really liked the beginning where. They, uh, you know, with you're, you're talking about Cedric and kind of what's going on. And I loved it how uh, New Day yeah. was all over him at the beginning. And you're almost going like, what the hell? Like, is he actually going to cost him? And, and that's part of the reason why I, I'm liking this. And I'm going to go two different thoughts here. One. Talking about Cedric, uh, right? Yeah. Talking about okay. Cedric and kind of like that, that attitude. Yeah, yeah. One, it's kind of like, where, you know, like you say, he's like, like the, the young buck. And to me, it's like, you know, when there's the old saying about, uh, was it the two bulls at the top of the hill? They're looking down at the cows mm-hmm. and the young, you know, and the young bull says, oh man, like, let's run down there and, yeah. and, and screw a cow. And then the, the older bull's like, no, 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 let's walk down and screw them all. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's kind of how, that's kind of how I feel this is with Cedric, where he's like, he's like young and wants, you know, wants to jump. He's feeling really froggy, yeah. wants to jump all the time. And, and I like that because while I agree with you wholeheartedly, I'd love to see the solid unit thing. It just throws in that little bit of, oh, I'm not sure about these guys. And and to me, like just kind of keep things, you know, kind of keep everybody on their toes. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. We, 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 you know, we talk a lot about the AEW, the uh, dynamite shows and how a lot of those things are put together and how a lot of those things are presented. And uh, you know, we talk a lot about MJF and Jericho and you're kind of just like, this is almost like insulting intelligence already. This mm-hmm. is where, WWE does it well, does it better where it's, it's, I I mean, obviously I can't say it's subtle, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's not, to me, it's not as insulting and it's, you know, it it throws out a little bit of that, that, but it's not so much Mm -hmm. as like, this is what's going on. We're slapping it in your face. And you're like, (laughs) why doesn't the rest of the team see this kind of thing? But now that you said that, I got a couple points. Number one, okay. you know, I do agree with what you said. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And just by the way Shelton reacts to it, too. 
Yes. Like, even tonight, like he saw, he was like, at first he was like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden he was like, well, all right, you got the win though. All right. That's yeah. good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I kind of, yeah. I kind of agree with you that, but you brought up AEW and you're saying how WWE kind of does it right or does it better than AEW. Yeah. Do you really think, and this is for all of you guys, do you really think it's because WWE is more, um, I don't want to say scripted, but uh, more organized as far as, all right, we want you to do this, this, and this, where AEW is like, y'all just go do whatever you want. Do you think it's because of that? I think that could be one of the main reasons. And that's was one of the things, and, and Elio can attest to, that, I, that I've harped on on a lot of the earlier shows about Dynamite. Uh, it, just AEW in general is one of the things they try to put over is like, well, we don't have writers. It's a lot more of the guys that mm-hmm. are doing all the booking and stuff. And yeah. to me, that almost becomes too many cooks in the kitchen, and too many, it's like, okay, well, Jericho has this idea. MJF has this idea. This guy has this idea. This guy right. has this idea. And it, it's, 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 it's convoluted. It's dicey. It's, you know, you're, you're, you're booking. They're almost, you know, the way that group is, it, it's almost more where the, okay, you know, you've got 90 seconds, you got 190 characters, and that doesn't work okay boom it's like yeah we talked about okay well what happened to this angle here what happened to this angle here not to say wwe doesn't do that Mm -hmm. but you know for a year year plus in aew seems to do it more and a lot of the aew diehard fans to me it feels like they either don't acknowledge it they don't see it it's like oh you know aew can do no wrong and it's Mm -hmm. like WWE is like, oh, well, this is just horrible. This is horrible. Yeah. And I'm watching this show, and I even I even sent you guys in the message. I said, you know, for so much, like, I don't, I, I can't. I mean, I pay attention to Raw. I pay attention to SmackDown. But I mean, you know, I don't because everything's PVR. I don't get to watch everything as in depth, you know, with full attention as right. I do say AEW Dynamite or tonight, where because of quarantines and lockdowns, I'm not with my pay per view crew, so I'm actually <laughs> watching the pay-per-view by myself and I can, you know, focus. Right. And I said, I said, tonight's pay-per-view made me appreciate WWE that much more on everything. Just the, the, the professionalism, the storytelling, the camera, the Mm -hmm. audio. I'm, I'm laughing. (laughs) We, you know, we kind of jumped over the, we glossed over uh, uh, after the opening match, there was the, the short Heyman promo. And it even stuck out in my head. I'm like, no audio issues. <laughs> <laughs> that is you huge. Would you have the audio? <laughs> but see, but that, that's how much like it sticks out. Like, but to me, that yeah. it's a detractor. It takes away. And for somebody, you know, for a group that's supposed to, you know, try, or that's trying to put themselves on par with WWE, mm-hmm. and it like something, which I'm. I mean, I'm not an audio guy, but I'm assuming something that simple that should be rectified. You know, that shouldn't be happening at every like every episode. Yeah, that's true. You know, like I said, if that happens with Vince, like if that happens with WWE, that gets fixed. That gets fixed quick. That's Real it. Quick. Yeah. yeah. Quick. Oh yeah. So that, that's to me. Yeah. You know, if you're trying to play on the same kind of level of playing field. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. No, you're right. You're I, right. So I see. No, go ahead. Rick. I see. Yeah. I see AEW just instead of trying to be like WWE, they're just being WCW 2.0, mm. and that's a problem because WCW was on top of the world at one point. But it was very short-lived. And the problem is with AEW, like like Andy said, we got wrestlers all writing and coming up with ideas and bouncing ideas off of each other. You need writers. At the end of the day, you need writers. And, Tony, we said on our show the other day, we said that we need some uh, workers 
as writers as well. Yeah. It can't yeah. just be Mo from Harvard coming in and saying, hey, Absolutely. <laughs> listen, yeah. man, I'm a wrestling fan. I want to write. But yeah. no, it has to be a mixed bag of people, you know. Yeah. Um, well, Brody Lee said, too, that... Came to uh, this match, though, with uh, what the Hurt Business. Can, can I just can I just get one last thing before you go back to the Hurt Business? Just because you're kind of talking about with the, with the writing. For yeah, me, think, yeah, because Rick froze. Yeah, he froze. Not to, I'm not not to say that the wrestling should not to say that the wrestlers shouldn't be doing the writing, because I think there need definitely needs to be more of that, especially in WWE as well. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, you know what? If you're gonna take Arn Anderson, you're gonna take Jericho. You know, if you're gonna have a, to me, like really, like like if there's guys, I mean, there's booking and there's writing, whatever. You mm-hmm. don't want to have too many guys, but maybe you have Jericho and Arn. And then maybe you have a young buck and somebody, one of the young bucks and one of the other guys. Yeah. So you kind of got two younger guys. You got Jericho kind of in that middle, you know, yeah. and then you got Arn as kind of the, the grandfather kind of there. Mm-hmm. You work it that way versus yeah. having 10 guys. Yeah. All writing stuff. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what it, I meant. Cause like what I said too, it was um, the uh, uh, Brody Lee. He had an interview with um, uh, who do you have an interview with? I think it was on Jericho's podcast. He had an interview with him and he just told him how when he got there, uh, Cody only told him, hey, you got five minutes to do this promo. And uh, Brody looked at him. He says, "Okay, what do you want me to say? He goes, say whatever you want. Uh, you, you know, so something like that for me, because I'm all about professionalism, like you said, you know, with WWE, yeah. they fix it right away. And they're like, all right, listen, let's not do this again. Let's just get da, da, da. Or at least they give you a uh, like, because I know with Bray Wyatt, they don't write for him. They right. do not write for him. But, <laughs> you know, he he's still going to have some framework, though, of where yeah. to work with him. Exactly. And uh, yeah. with him, it's like they know that this is probably one in few of uh, of the talent that can actually just say, listen, just, I, I know what to do. Just tell me wh- what's going on. Uh, well, yeah. what are the points I need to cover? Where are we going? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's the type that'll say, okay, I got you covered. I got some good stuff. Boom. There you go. So yeah. is Rick back with us now or no? I can't tell. It looked like yes, there was, I'm here. There was oh, okay. two Ricks. I'm here. Now there's back to yeah. one. There he is. Oh, there he is. All right. So now Andy, what did you give the match though? The, oh, the sorry. We went all uh, over the place. Yeah. But oh, that's that was, okay. yeah. That's yeah. what we do. <laughs> You know what? This was this was another three point five for me. Oh wow! Okay, it was, I, like I said, it was a solid match. I like the storytelling on that one too. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I was I'm with you. Um, like I said, I don't know. I think it's maybe because of New Day's I scored it that way. Uh, Rick, what was you saying? I I went froze. with this. Yeah, this match was too chaotic for me. Like I see how really? Andy said he enjoyed that chaoticness in the beginning. For me, I was just like, whoa, slow down. What's going on? This is too crazy. I need, I need you, I need you guys to calm down. And I, I just couldn't really get into it. And again, I'm just not into the new day. Yeah. I'm just not into new day. And anything that makes a new day look good, I'm just not for. So I, I did give this a, a 2.5 because I was glad that the Hurt Business won. I thought it was a solid match on their part. But even Xavier Woods, he's getting, and I was a huge fan of him. But he's he's starting to get on my nerves too. Like I'm not I'm not enjoying seeing really? him. Hopefully this separate the new day. Separate all three of them. All together? Have, yeah, all together. Just trash it. But we know they're not. We know they're gonna have a rematch probably tomorrow night. And oh, yeah. it's just 
Oh, yeah. don't uh, worry. They, they won't win. It, it's it's the hurt business this time now. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Thank uh, you, Andy. Uh, Elio, your thoughts on this match? So um, it was it's good to see it was good to see the hurt business uh, winning the championships. Uh, like Rick said, just like it, the new days time is up. Like yeah. they've been around for, for I don't know six years now. Been that long? Yeah, I, was, I thought it was 20, longer than that. To be honest, twenty fourteen. Really? Yeah. Holy six shit. years! Wow. Yeah. That um, good for them though, right? But the the, the match, I give it a two point five. A two point five. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, up next, the women's tag team championship: Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Asuka and an opponent to be named ended up being Charlotte Flair. Woo! It for you guys. Yes, she did. <laughs> My inside sources revealed to be that it was Charlotte. Uh, she looks good. Um, yeah, yeah. They ended up winning the tax traps. Um, Asuka's, uh, I mean, I don't know how they say it in Japanese. Uh, Asuka two belts. Uh, are they going to go that I, route? I think they're going to do that. Ask Billy Kay. <laughs> I'll send her a text. Hey, what is, how do you say that in Japanese? Let me know. Um, yeah, so uh, new tag team champions. Uh, Rick, what do you what do you what was your thoughts on this match? Uh, like you said, Charlotte looked good. I just want to let our viewers know Charlotte uh, had some adjustments done to her breast. Uh, she was having the problems with it. She was having leakage yeah. with one of them for a long time. One, she was one having- of them burst, right? Yeah, yeah, During for a that. long time. Uh, she was having issues with it, and it uh, looks like she went down a size or two. Um, but she looked <laughs> she looked incredible. And, looked like, good. shape-wise, she looked really yeah. good. She looked fit, and she was ready to go. Um, unfortunately, this match, I didn't like it. I didn't what? like Really? Oscar wow. got chumped. She's the woman's I champion. I get it. I get it. It's Charlotte's return. But Asuka was getting chumped this whole match, and mm-hmm. Nia Jax is garbage, man. She is terrible. I don't know what we have to do to this woman to get her to be better. I want for her to be better so badly. I don't understand what we have. Andy, you and Tony both been in the business for 20-plus years each. Andy, what is it that you see? Years. 40 plus years. Not I said each. each. He said not each. Exactly. I said each. <laughs> I didn't hear anyway, that part. That's why I was talking to Andy. Andy, <laughs> Nia Jax, what? I'll, I'll, I'll pass my time. I gave it a 2.5. But Andy, what do you think Nia Jax needs to do to be better? I, I don't know, man. I I will tell you, I think I may have mentioned this on one of our shows before. Uh, I've never been much of a Nia fan. And I was ready. Actually, when they did the angle a while back that uh, she was getting suspended or whatever, yeah. I was like, to me, and they, they still had the raw underground. I remember thinking, like, they either got to move her to the raw underground where she's kind of got less restrictions and stuff, or like that's just got to be it. And then, so, you know, and I think she showed up briefly in raw underground. I'm like, okay. And then, then that didn't last long. I'm like, no, that's not going to work. And then they, they kind of had her back in there and then they kind of put her with Shayna and some of their early interactions I I enjoyed them I was entertained by kind of their um the, the you know like the what's I don't know what, what I'm trying to think of uh 
you know, they didn't mesh as a team. Like, you know, they're kind of like opposites attract kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how they were at the start there. It was kind of like, right. you know, oh, yeah, well, I'm the tag team champion or I'm going to do this and you just hang on. No, no, I'm the champion. I'm going to do that. And yeah. I got a kick out of that with those two. Like, to me, that that worked. Um, so it's like, okay, I'm kind of giving her a second chance. I, I, I'd like to see, just improve in general. I just don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> so I just try and focus on everything else. And if I can be entertained by some of other stuff, like when they were doing the stuff with her and Lana, even like that to me was a, like, I don't think anybody benefited from that. No, <laughs> I, I get, they were trying to like, Oh, maybe it'll catch on that Lana keeps going through tables. And it's like, maybe 20 years ago, that was something, but when it happens so routine, when you have TLC matches and a pay-per-view named after, you know, said <laughs> implement. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I was very happy to see Charlotte come back since I'm, I'm assuming this is kind of my time. I'm very happy to see Charlotte come back. Charlotte and Oscar are two of my favorites for the WWE women's uh, division. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this was a solid match. I, I enjoyed it actually quite a bit. But uh, let me ask I, you a question yeah. real quick, Andy, but do you agree with Rick by saying uh, when he made the comment of the, that they punked Oscar in this match? You know what? I'd have to go back and watch because that wasn't something that stuck out to me. Okay. The only, the only thing, I mean, like, if you know, if they're putting a little more of the heat on her, again, it's because it's, it's Charlotte's return, and you can go all kinds yeah. of different directions. So, to me, yeah. I, I, you know, at the end of the day, not only is she a champ, she's a double champ. So, I think it's kind of it's kind of hard to say, oh, she got punked <laughs> when, you, when you come out of the match and you're, you know, Adult, the, top two, the yeah. top, two, top two titles. Yeah. Um, the other thing, I think I, I think I made the comment, I think after uh, Carmella and Sasha, but even after this match, and I get, you know, Rick wasn't uh, overly impressed with it, but to me, you know, this just goes to show the, the women's division in WWE is just so much better, so much mm-hmm. polished than AEW. Yeah, yeah. Like AEW's got a I, lot of them. Yeah, and I, and I, and it's tough because I mean, you know, like they. They've had these women, you know, most of these women are like around a lot longer. You look at the pedigrees, you look at the experience. So it's kind of, it's kind of like when we were doing our, uh, our interdimensional challenges of, you know, WWE guys and AEW guys, Right. You know, we come back to, it's like, well, said WWE superstar has, you know, 10 times more experience than this AEW person. So it's kind of uh, tough yeah. to say. Yeah. So, you know, I'll kind of give the AEW women the benefit of the doubt because, it's new. They don't have a lot of, I mean, well, no, even to say, even if you say Serena Deeb or something, they don't have a lot of established, like solid established women wrestlers that they can build around at this point. Right. Yeah. And again, where, you know, I said, I, I focus on AEW dynamite, everything else is kind of, I, I, you know, I catch up, I pay attention. These women's matches for me were so refreshing <laughs> because they're, they're, you know, Everything, you know, everything is a general as a blanket statement. Everything was solid. You know, there was mm-hmm. a lot more storytelling. Things made sense. It's just, it, you know, you can just tell the difference in quality and the level between WWE women and AEW women. Yeah. No. And, and, hopefully, and hopefully that'll change. I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm saying not as a knock, but just that's mm-hmm. what it is. And I want to see it improve for everybody's sake. Of course. Yeah. I mean, because at the end of the day, we just love all sorts of wrestling. Now, yeah. before I give my thoughts, Elliot, what are your thoughts? Wait, um, Andy, what did you give this match? Uh, I said that was a three and a half for me as well. Okay, Rick, what did you give it? 2.5. 2.5. All right, Elio, what's your thoughts on this? Okay, match? so my thoughts, uh, good to see Oscar and Sh- good to see Charlotte uh, back. Uh, but this match, I, uh, didn't, 
I'm not a fan of Night Jags. Uh, I give this one a two. Oh wow! Okay. All right. Well, here, here's my thoughts on this, and and this is going to go towards you, Rick, and uh, the whole conversation that we were just talking about. I did like this match. Um, uh-huh. but actually, you know what? Before I go on with my thoughts, what about? Uh, and this is a question for all you guys. So whoever wants to jump in on this question is fine. But what about the fact that Charlotte just came in, won the tag team championships just like that? Well, I don't want to say just like that, but her first night back and she already wins gold. There's always going to be haters out there. And what do you guys think about that of possibly not possible? I know it's out there that they're going to say about Charlotte. Oh, there she goes coming back and just getting the championship just like that. Uh, I mean, what are you guys thoughts on that? She's the best woman's wrestler in the world, so she can do whatever the hell she wants. And now she's a Grand Slam champion. And let me tell you so. something. She had that swagger, too, when she came in the ring tonight. Yeah, she yeah. did. You cannot tell me she didn't. <laughs> she, she had the swagger. But when she was standing there, when she was standing there facing the hard camera, getting ready to take the, the robe off, you could tell she also kind of had that. There's like that moment she kind of let herself go. She kind of had that mm-hmm. happy kind of giggle thing, like yeah. genuinely happy yeah. to be back. And that was awesome to see. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But I will say I really, really enjoyed this match. I, I I don't think they punked Oscar in this at all. I mean, I think Oscar's role in this match uh, was just because because of Charlotte. You know, Charlotte just came back. You know, and they didn't so then, do too much to her to Oscar to where I saw or noticed that they punked her. You know, because um, it's it was about Charlotte in this match. That's how yeah, I yeah. took it. Yeah. Now about Nia Jax, I will say this, and I know a lot of people bash her and and say she can't wrestle or whatever. Now she's a big woman, okay, yeah. so she has to wrestle like a big woman, and I was impressed with her tonight because she did was keeping pace with Oscar and Charlotte. Because let me tell you something: when Charlotte wrestles, she wants you to be in pace with her. You yes. know what I'm saying? And and Nia Jax, I was watching Nia. Nia was so was concentrating so hard in this match that you can tell she wasn't even just playing a cat her, you know, her character, you know, of of between her and Shayna Baszler. She was more concentrating in this match because she knew she had to go toe-to-toe with somebody like Charlotte and she had to keep and keep up with her. And there was a lot of spots that she did that she actually did well. Um, I was really impressed with Nia uh, Jackson this match, so um, I gave it a three. Uh, I was really you know, impressed with this. So, Tony, I would say to counter your part, I think they should have never. For for me, I really stick into my guns with them Punk and Oscar. I think the best way to do this, they should have broke up uh, Shayna and Nia. Had either Nia walk out or Shayna walk out and be like, "Yo." I'm not working with you because whatever, whatever it may be, because Oscar's the women's champion. She's the raw women's champion. She should have been dominant. She should have been extra hyped because now she has, she just elevated her partner from Lana to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So they should have been just kicking everybody's ass. But instead they had Charlotte get the hot tag. Charlotte do the high spots. Charlotte get the win. So it was just like, but isn't Oscar the raw women's champion? You know, that, that's just my, it just really stuck out for me. Like, like Oscar deserved a little bit more than what she got. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Well, Charlotte versus Shayna. I definitely want to see the queen of, queen that's of spades versus the queen, man. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be awesome. That is going to be a good match. Um, Elio, did I went to you? Yeah. I, I yeah. did? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, 
<clears throat> All right, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I gave, it, I gave it a three because I was actually really entertained by this match. All right, up next, the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Uh, uh, Roman Reigns retaining the championship. Uh, it was a, a TLC match. Elio, what were your thoughts on this match, and what did you give it? Okay, so for me, the I was fine with this match. Um, there were some parts where it felt like it – it dragged, but overall, um, this was a good match. I like the story where uh, Roman kept beating Kevin Owens down and Owens uh, kept getting back up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I give this one a three. Oh, wow. Okay, Rick, what are your thoughts? Ooh, I totally disagree <laughs> with that one. I hated this match. Why? You cannot, have, you can't have two TLC matches in one night. I'm sorry. Really? It's just like. When you look at AJ McIntyre and The Miz, I give that a four, how great that match was. And mm-hmm. then you have Roman and KO, and KO is a fucking Terminator. He's just get no matter what. he Roman killed him, and they kept saying that. He's like, you got to kill him. You got to kill him, uh, which I was shocked. The PG era is over, I feel. I mean, after the after what we saw at the end of the show, I think we oh, know. God, yeah. <laughs> but... But it was it was ridiculous. Like Roman is literally killing this dude, and he keeps getting up. And Kevin Owens is not known to be the guy to get up. I I get it, but they did on SmackDown, and he still got up. And I even I complained about that because that's just too much. There's just like little things like that are just too much. Um, wow. And it was a long match. It was so long, and it well, was just dragged I, out. I think on my time, it was at 7 o'clock when this match happened, and I knew right away this was going to be a long match because after that, it was just the Fiend and Orton. So I yeah. knew that this was going to be a long one going in. They were putting time in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so – but unfortunately, there was not enough action for me. I, I feel like there's a lot of time where they were pacing themselves and Roman is moving slowly and, mm-hmm. oh, he put it through a table. Now he's going to talk to nobody because no one's in the arena. <laughs> I, I, I really don't like that they had two TLC matches. You could have had a tables match, a ladder match, a chair match. What happened to that? We're not doing that no more? We just had not this two year. TLC matches? Not, the, not this yeah, year. Not this year. Uh, I gave it – honestly, I gave it a one. Was not happy with this match. Wow. Disappointed. Holy yeah. shit. Elio, do you uh, – wait, did I start with you? I yeah. yeah. I did. Tony, right. yeah. you started drinking again? <laughs> no, 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 I haven't. I, I haven't – Jesus, it's been like two uh, coqui- uh, Coquito? No, no, I just – I don't even say – I'm tired of that shit already. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, I'm shocked that uh, you have heard of that drink. You lived in Puerto Rico. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So you know the deal with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll give my thoughts on this. This For me, I mean, the first three matches of the TLC I was hyped for because then yeah. I, was, I was looking at this paper. He's like, all right, this is probably one of the better pay-per-views I've seen this year. Yeah. Then this match happened. Um, I think it still should have been a TLC match. But I just think, in my opinion, if uh, if uh, Jay's brother came in, that's what I was. Yes, I, th- I think that would have made it a little bit better. Uh, yes. Then now they're starting to grow the family and, and yeah. da da da. But Jay was in just in he was too involved in this, in my opinion. I thought he was going to be taken out when uh, Kevin Owens hit him with the with the chair and the ankle. I thought that was it. I was like, okay, that was a good way to get him out. But then he came back, and I was just like, oh come on serious um i kind of agree with you rick and i agree with elio 
um, I, I, I guess I was disappointed and I wanted to see more, but I wanted to also see uh, Jay's brother come in and then that way can solidify this, the, the faction growing, you know what I'm saying? So I gave it a two. I gave it a two. Okay. So I was okay with it. I wasn't too angry with this match, but I think I was spoiled by the other matches before that. And you, exactly. you might be right, Rick. I think because of the TLC match with AJ and Drew, I was expecting more out of this one, and I didn't get it. Uh, if I had to compare between that and the Drew McIntyre match, I would say the Drew blew it out the water. Andy, what were your thoughts on this match? Uh a lot of well, I shouldn't say a lot. Uh, a reasonable amount of agreement to what was said, more so to like to you than than Rick and and Elio. Uh-huh. Uh, I think placement wise, you know, I wouldn't have been upset if this was how the show started was with this match instead of Drew yeah. and you yeah. know just because if you had done that one first, you know, you guys still you know I said oh it was long or whatever, but it's kind of like you said. I mean, the AJ Drew one was that much better, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like that one should, that was higher up in the card. Could have been okay, but we started you know we started here. And then with that other match, then we got up to here. Whereas yeah. starting up here, you're setting the, the the benchmark pretty high, real high. Um, you know what? I didn't mind it. I, I overall I enjoyed it. it. It was a step down from the other matches uh, for me, and I'm sure you guys would agree. The outcome was never in doubt. Yeah. So that's kind of one of the things where for me it kind of takes down a little bit. Uh, I'm I'm okay with you know with the. Uh, <laughs> Try, constantly trying to kill Kevin because if that's what trying to build right now is it's, it's like to me it's like to try to find something for him right like I mean yeah. Kevin Owens as himself is not bad I mean and he's a great talker but they need a little more something it's it's like you know I find it interesting with Drew that they've kind of gone through a couple little you know changes with him the way he's come out doing the thing mm-hmm. with the sword and to me it's like you know when when Hogan's on top when Michaels is on top and Austin's on top you're not changing very much even with Cena yeah. I mean, you might change colors, but the you can't see me hustle with <laughs> respect stays the same. Bruce so the Bruce. fact, yeah. So the <laughs> fact that they're, they're they're throwing out different things for Drew, it's like, okay, well, you know, and it's, it's tough with no crowd. And I'm not going to disagree with that, but it's like, they're trying to, they're trying to find something for him. Yeah. And I think they're trying to do the same thing with Kevin where they're trying to do this. So it's like, you know, if, if he's going to kind of, they're going to make him that kind of underdog guy where it's going to be two on one, three on one, he's going to keep, take a beating, but he's going to keep going. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, I like you. Like I said, I was expecting several times for Jimmy to come out. I was waiting mm-hmm. for the other brother to come out. That was the other thing was kind of missing for me. Yeah. Um, but overall, I I definitely have a lot more love for that match than I think everybody else has. Uh, <laughs> I gave it a three. Oh wow. Okay. Well, let me ask you guys a question before we go on to the the main event. Because um, you mentioned crowds, Andy. Yeah. Do you, how how do all of you and again anyone of you guys can jump right on in after I ask this question? How do you think the crowds or crowd would favor for Roman? I mean, like, because before he was a baby face, and every time he came out, he got booed constantly, all the time. They, uh, but now that he's a heel and he's turned, and in my opinion, is the best thing SmackDown has right now. The best story that they have right now. Do you guys think uh, it would fare with the crowd being there? Or, I mean, how? what kind of reaction would this be if the crowd the was crowd, there? The crowd are going to cheer him, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, man. <Yeah. laughs> I, I disagree. I think all bets are off. I, I, it's To me, it's, it's the butterfly effect. You know, you go back to the point where they couldn't have crowds. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's changed so much because 
you know, the fans, it's, it's one thing to be online saying so-and-so this, I like so-and-so. Yeah. But you guys know there's nothing, nothing that compares to the live audience and for the way that they can make or break a segment, the way they can make or break a character, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough to say, because I mean, you know, if there was crowds, Brock would probably have been around at some point between when he lost That's his title and now, you know, other guys that people that weren't being around because of the pandemic would have been in there. So, I mean, guys were given opportunities, you know, there's, like I said, the, you know, with Drew, with Kevin, it, it's tough to try and figure out <laughs> what works, what doesn't work without a crowd. Yeah, no. And, and, and there's not going to be anything that's going to be so mind blowing so revolutionary that it's going to spike a number that's that's going to like actually maintain and I, that's something i've talked about with aew we talked about sting it's like okay you know sting comes out we well, we know the next week the number is going to be big because people are going to want to see sting right. but you know what it's it's not going to stay level it's the same thing you could bring back austin you could bring back rock you could bring back cm punk the internet will explode wait people, wait, wait, wait you said cm punk oh dude <laughs> uh, did i stutter <laughs> the best in the world. Jesus, Love See, but this is exactly my point because somebody like Rick, he's going to tune in no matter what. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. So you can bring CM Punk and you can bring Austin, you can bring Rock. It might spike a number for a week or something like that, but it's not something where it's going to be like, you know, a million new viewers are going to tune in to watch, and then just because they see the Rock, like, oh man, like. I got to start watching wrestling again. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get a fraction, a small fraction of that. And so, um, you know, like would people cheer Boo Roman, who knows? Because I mean, you know, th- this was definitely due. Yeah. Oh yeah. For him to do the heel turn. Yep. And, uh, you know, and maybe they, what they, what they had, what they would have had to have done had there been a crowd may have been different than what they did. Okay. So, I mean, you know, we can, there's nothing wrong with speculating. We can say all day long, yeah or no. But but the reality is, is that not having the crowd there, to me, totally changes everything about what's what's gone on for yeah. us. Oh, yeah. Okay. A lot, everything that's happening, it, it changes it a lot. And, you know, as a former wrestler, and I know you know too, uh, 99% of the time we feed off the crowd, yeah. you know, especially as a heel. Especially yeah. as a heel, you feed off that crowd. A baby face too, they feed off the crowd, you know, and, and you know, it, it's just very, yeah. very difficult. I think it's, I think they made it a little bit easier with the Thunderdome and yeah. adding, you know, yeah. adding yeah. the sound effects here and there or yeah. the booze and the cheers. So, Definitely. I mean, it would help a little bit, but it's nothing like a live crowd. Nothing like it. Look at but, look at turning look at turning Austin. You know, Austin was a baby face, and then when they did the invasion thing, and they tried to turn him heel. Yeah, the crowd clapped on it, and they turned yeah. back. It had to. Yeah, you know, true. it's the same thing. You try to push Rock as a baby face, mm-hmm. Rocky Maivia. The crowd crapped on it. You had to turn him heel, That's and eventually true, yeah. he's so cool, you have to turn him face. <laughs> yeah. The crowd at the end true. of the day, the live crowd has that role. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, let's get on to the main event. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Randy Orton coming out on top of this match. I'll go first with this because I know you guys are just chomping at the bit to talk about this <laughs> match. Um, I, was a, I was a little disappointed. Um, I wanted probably to see more. Now, now here's why I'm disappointed. I'll, I'll say this. Um, now, with rumors that I've been hearing was that they wanted Bray Wyatt to be a face and they wanted Randy to be the heel. 
So for me, in my opinion, with Randy getting the win, that's two already that he's got on the fiend as a, a heel and as a babyface. If this is supposed to be a babyface run for the fiend, so I don't know. T- to me, this match is a little bit too slow paced for me. I knew what I know what they were trying to get at, but I I don't know. I guess I wanted to see more. And I don't. You know what? I might even blame the other matches before that before Roman. Um, because I was spoiled by it, and it was yeah. I was it was nonsense. It was action packed, and da da da. And I was expecting something, something huge uh, during this match. I, I thought Alexa Bliss should have been back. She could have played a role in this, something, you know. But I didn't get any of that. It was just like what Rick said. I'm, <laughs> they they're done with the PG era, and this clearly showed it. Um, of course, a lot of during in our private chat, also everybody was talking about the the gear of Randy Orton, and uh, we we're doing a lot of speculating, and it was just odd for all of us. I know that, but I ended up giving it a two. I just, I don't know, for the end of the year match for their main event, I was a little bit disappointed. I'm still a fan of Bray Wyatt. I, I, I am. I'm still a fan of the Fiend. I love the character. Rick, he had his contacts on the whole time. I don't know what you're talking about, uh, Elio. <laughs> what was your thoughts on this match? <laughs> I was, I was, I wanted to like this match. I was confused. Uh, like, uh, what, what, where, where, where what were was you confused about? It was just. It was just uh, like slow moving and just, yeah, and I I thought uh, I wasn't sure what kind of match if it was going to be like an actual match or one of those cinematic ones. So I oh, wasn't okay. sure where they were going with that. Yep. But um, you, you wait, uh, sorry, Elio. Do you guys think that we got spoiled by that? And maybe that's why we're criticizing. No, you no, don't think so, no, Andy? No. no. I got Elio. No. You finish up. I want to hear what yeah. Rick and Andy. Okay, uh, so I, I give this one a one. Wow. Just, uh, uh, yeah. Holy shit! I just, yeah, oh, Rick, wow. Rick, you're like on the edge of your bed or seat or. or, or <laughs> bro, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Right let me now. tell you this something, was, brother. <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. This was as a nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. It was cheerless. It belonged in the turlet. It was ridiculous. It was interesting. But stupid! How in tarnation? It was preposterous! I, yo, I cannot believe. Are you missing anything from the shirt? Four I'm syllables. Good job. Good job. I'm, right? I'm thinking. Um, but I'm telling you, man, it is ridiculous. First of all, he did not have his contact on in the beginning. The first thing I did was message Andy. I said he doesn't have his contact in. One eye is clearly red, and one eye is clearly blue. Um. And then they continue the fight. The fight was ridiculously slow. And then all of a sudden, the fire comes on, and his contacts are back on. And I'm like, Andy, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we reached the recorded part of the fucking show. <laughs> and, oh, then, shit. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the fiend is on fire, but we're not ringing the bell. Yeah. Nobody's saying <laughs> anything. And then finally, when he gets set on fire and gets RKO'd, Randy Orton grabs gasoline and he starts putting it on him again. And all of a sudden, I hear uh, Tom Phillips say, Randy Orton already won the match. I was like, oh, so Randy did win the match. <laughs> oh, did he? And I missed then, that. I didn't yeah, hear yeah, that he either. Said it. And then all of a sudden, he starts getting doused. And I'm like, Andy asks about it. Oh, I don't, th- I don't think he's breathing. I mean, it's a dummy. I'm like, no, I see his stomach. His stomach's going up and down. He's breathing. And then all of a sudden, when he drops the match, 
clearly it's a fucking dummy. Like, we're dummies. Like, it was one of the worst dummies. It went from an extended 300-pound guy to about a 150-pound scarecrow. It was ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. And you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it before I say anything else. I gave this match a point five because it was trash. How dare you do that to Bray Wyatt? Again, you have him lose. Why do you keep having this man lose? We need <sighs> him to win a match. Yes. He's supposed to be a monster. Mm-hmm. You, everybody keeps saying, oh, he's a new Undertaker. Undertaker didn't lose a match for the first six years, it feels like. I mean, come <laughs> on, man. He doesn't – I don't care. He, he doesn't need the title. Don't give him the title. No, fine. I don't care. Don't mm-hmm. give him the title. But he cannot keep losing. Now what's going to happen? Alexa Bliss is going to come out for the next couple of weeks. He better win the fucking Royal Rumble. If he's not going to be on TV, oh, shit, he yeah. better win the Royal Rumble. That's what I'm at at this point. Andy, go ahead. Wow. I I feel I feel I feel like he was the equivalent of AJ Styles and Drew McIntyre and now I'm Roman Reigns and KO and I got to follow that. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> that it was pretty intense, right? Jesus. That was that was wow. Multisyllabic words going on and all kinds of just. Yeah, I, I gotta slow down here. It's gonna seem really slow. <laughs> I'm gonna make I'm gonna make I'm gonna make uh, Orton and the Fiend look like a lucha match because I gotta slow things down. <laughs> I can gather my thoughts. Okay. Wow. Whew. To start, I think I you know. Again, I think just because of the way this paper went in general, I will give this match more love than everybody else has. <laughs> um, I said for our picks, I mean, you know, when we did our picks, and I know we'll get to that. I, I had the theme because, you know, from what Elio said about is he a baby face or is he heel? That's something that's confused me too because there's been no, no, no nothing to me. There's been yeah. nothing that's established a baby face or a heel. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing that kind of influenced my decision was like, in the past five TLCs or something like that, the, uh, the fiend is undefeated. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe this is gonna be like an Undertaker thing. So wow. I won't listen. To, I won't listen to my heart. I'm, you know, I'm gonna say, okay, that's why I picked the fiend. So, but and I and I and I was messing. I'm like, man, like as soon as they walked out, I, I should have picked Randy. I should have picked Randy. <laughs> so yes, I I was one to question the the wearing of the clothing because to me it's like, okay, well the match is over when somebody catches fire. Mm-hmm. Well. You know, and I kind of joked, like, what? You just walk out there with a bunch of lighter fluid, throw it on somebody, chase them around with a match. You might trip and still light them on fire. That's it. You know, it, it's what, you know, I think they were doing that more. It's like, okay, well, you know, because to me, it's like logistically, that stuff's more likely to catch fire than quicker than, than your skin. Yeah. You know, I mean, what would it sense to me is like, if you would have came out, if he had that stuff on and he was like, like doused in water, or if he had like the Triple H water bottle and you're putting water on yourself, you know, you know what I mean? Like to try and be wet so you're not going to catch fire so quick. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Orton, you know, to Orton, like, okay, it's like, yeah. And then usually when that happens, you look because you can kind of see someone's got like a gimmick sleeve or something where it might mm-hmm. give it away who's going to catch fire. So maybe that's to me, maybe that's why they were kind of kind of doing that. Yeah, like Kane, um, actually, remember that Inferno match he had? He had the yeah. gimmick arm, and, and that, and that's, and and I think even at one point, even early on, because Rick and I, I think we're the only ones chatting, and it's like it's like an Inferno match. I never, to to Elio's point, to me, it never dawned my mind that it was a, like a going to be like a cinematic match. Mm-hmm. I I was thinking, you know, like the Undertaker type Inferno matches, and that's what right, I said. Yeah. And so I even said to Rick, I'm like, 
so where's the fire? Because now all of a sudden to me, it's like, did I call this? It's like, is someone going to come out? They're going to like, start pulling out like, like lighters and stuff. And so, <laughs> so finally that stuff showed up. Uh, I, you know, I have to go back, but I think Rick was onto something. Cause I know at one point early on too, the Bray Wyatt's eyes looked off to me. And I didn't know <laughs> if it was, if it was like, if he was missing a contact or if it was like, he was just, they were trying to do some sort of like, mixed monster thing where yeah. one was a whiter eye one was a red eye or something mm-hmm. you know the way these guys are talking one was a brown eye or something i don't know <laughs> but, <laughs> but um so there was that there was at one point when uh they were pouring or right before randy was uh, sitting down no it was with the the rocking chair i think yeah. it was when he was going to get up if you look there's there's a cut on that where and that was one of the points to me where it seemed like things were recorded because it kind of had bray you know, he was getting the stuff ready, like the match. And then you had Randy over there and then it was like a quick cut to Randy and he popped up so quick. Yeah. It didn't look like it was part of the the flow of the show. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, so that was, that was one of the things, um, you know, you, you can't have a fast match with this. This is something that that's gotta be slow. So mm-hmm. I, I took that for what it was. Um, you know, the ending, as far as I guess, Randy winning the match, yeah, there you go. He had the gimmick coat on because all of a sudden whew, the thing catches fire. Yeah. And I think you said you're waiting for the bell to ring. There's no bell. Like, and Nothing. I get, you know, nobody's around ringside, but you should still like the match yeah. is over. <laughs> and so, you know, and, and this is something I think I read, maybe you guys read this too, but uh, USA has been upset with WWE where how the ratings are and they want more adult content, but they don't want like funny and sexy. They want dark and Art. And people being lit on fire, oh. apparently. So this might be the start. For, <laughs> there you go. For, That's it right there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, we were watching that and he's pouring it. And, and that was the first thing I went to. As soon as they started pouring out, I'm, I, I'm watching the body and I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's not breathing. So, but the, the, Rick, the point that we were messaging, I'm not sure, you know, what you saw, what I saw, but like even before, before he lit, like to me, like the dummy was already there. Okay, and, and it was, and I, and I, cause like I said, that's, I, as he's pouring it, like there's, there's the, the body's not selling, the body's not moving. You know, if you, if you go back and watch, like there's, there was like nothing. <laughs> and, and that's why I was like, Oh, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, Oh no, he's not gonna. <laughs> and sure enough, much like 2020. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I think you know, could have made it perfectly 2020 was if somewhere around the ringside there was a dumpster, he tossed the fiend in there, and there was your dumpster fire. Here's 2020. There you That's go. True. That would have been perfect, too. I mean, they, they, they did that other little gimmick, right? They had that other little uh, mm-hmm. vignette playing with, yeah, with, with Drew. Drew. Yeah, where they're wishing everybody yeah. a happy new year or whatever. Yeah. So you may as well no, have the dumpster fire. I've, I've said this on the show before. Everybody's knocking on 2020, but what if 2021 is saying, hold my beer? We don't know <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. It's well, not like everything's going to go away because yeah. it's 2021. Well, and this is what I saw this evening. I think before the paper, there was a meme. It's like everybody's cringing about 2020. Yeah, but wait till 2020 turns 21 and can start drinking. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so what so, did you, what um, did you give it? Uh, I gave I gave this a two. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. I gave it. And I think that was appropriate enough because, like you said, too, you know, I think. Uh, I think we were all right, basically. You know, we got spoiled in the beginning. Uh, this match here, this was supposed to be kind of like a slow-paced match, yeah. only because there was 
fire involved and, yeah. and, and of course the the trickeries uh, <laughs> some was real some wasn't um some was taped before you can i actually you can tell you can tell could you right. could you imagine if this was an aew match or something like with the young bucks the, the fire would just be like you wouldn't be able to see it in the match it would just be the flames would just be non-stop <laughs> you would have saw bones and shit like that uh, super kick party super kick, <laughs> they would have super kicked the fire that's you would have had the you would have had the Lucha Brothers in there. They would have been like some pinchos. They'd have been all fried up on a stick or something. <laughs> Jalapeno Man. on a stick. Um, <laughs> all right, so I uh, let's let's just do the overall. Overall, though, it wasn't a bad pay per view. No. I gave it a two point seven two. That was what my tally was. Um, so above average pay per view in my opinion. Um, Elio, what did you give it overall? I give it a two point four. Okay. Uh, uh, Andy, what did you give it? I, you know what? I didn't do calculate my overall rating, so you should go to Rick Serrano okay. and tell him to talk for like ten seconds, so he'll talk for two minutes, <laughs> and I'll get my I'll get my total. <laughs> All right, thank you. Well, you the way I looked at it oh, was he's moving nice and I, slow like an I, inferno yeah, match. Right? Oh, come on, man. So the come way on. I looked at it was this: the, it started off red hot and it just cooled off by the end. Yeah, uh, overall, I, I gave it a two point two. It could have been a 2.5, but uh, Roman versus Kevin Owens slowed it down for me. Orton and The Fiend destroyed it. They put the fire out. They, they literally <laughs> set it on fire, but they really put it out for me. I did not enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and oh, and I just want to mention something else. Big E, when he was backstage with Sami Zayn, I don't like that tough guy shit he does. Like, you're doing the, right. the, the funny guy, and then you're like, keep playing, son. Keep playing. Keep playing. It's like, all right. Are you trying to be tough guy or are you trying to be a funny guy? Yeah. Figure out the, the, the median and find it quickly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Did I give you enough time, I, I Andy? You, uh, perfect. That was You were awesome. Okay. Right. I totally right. count on you for that. Uh, my overall score apparently was a 3.25. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. You know what? I, I, I do agree with that. You know, because mine, like I said, mine was a 2.72. Uh, you know, a 2.5 and above is actually an above average show. And this was yeah. an above average show, in my opinion. I agree. Um, yeah. It wasn't that bad. Um, unfortunately, we had the Bray Wyatt match and the Roman that kind of, I think, ruined it at the end, in my opinion. Not ruined it down, just brought it down. Just brought it down. Yeah, everything yeah, yeah. else was, was so good. They set yeah. the bar high. Now, now, let me throw a question at you guys. Should that shit, because like, I think Andy mentioned earlier, um, should that match with Drew and AJ maybe close the show? Or you know what I'm saying? Because I honestly, I, I even before I saw the the match, the Bray Wyatt match, I didn't think that was the match to close with. But I mean, they I should have closed with AJ. I see why they did it, but yeah, I don't think I, I don't I don't think they had much of a choice just for what that last match that happened, was, especially with that kind of finish. Oh yeah, I suppose yeah, if, if it, you know, <laughs> and it's something we talk. It's something we talk about. You know, we've talked about in wrestling, and I'm sure that Tony, you've heard it over the years too. Where you know, you talk about guys doing high spots and this and that. It's like, oh man, well, if you do a power bomb, well, next time we're gonna do a power bomb off the top rope. So we're gonna yeah. power bomb through, through a table. Well, we're gonna power bomb you through two tables. What are you gonna do next? We're gonna keep going eventually till we set somebody on fire. <laughs> and here is, we are. That is true. That is true. Elio, what do you, what do you think? Uh, should they have ended with this match um, or some some other match? Yeah, also I was uh, I would have either put Roman Reigns and um, Kevin Owens or the AJ Styles um, to close the show. To, yeah, to close the show. Like I was surprised they put the Bray Wyatt, but I can understand with that ending. 
Yeah. Why, yeah. why they did that, but with the fight, yeah. Yeah, I think they could have done it with one of the two TLC's matches. That's yeah, yeah. All right, so now, uh, Rick, wait, Rick, did you say uh, yours? Yeah, it should have ended with uh, AJ, and I gave it a two point two. Oh, okay. 2.2. So now the results of the TLC. Well, well, let me do it all over. The WPOV TLC <laughs> baby three points game. That's all I'm doing. Uh, it's getting late. <laughs> all right, Rick, you have the results. Who I have who the is results. The champion and who is the turd award? Because we are bringing all right. the back. So uh, yeah, you're, you're doing the turd play. first, right? Yeah, yes, I'm gonna start from the bottom. Go. I'm gonna go up. I'm gonna go by. I'm gonna go in order. Okay. Um, first off, I want to tell you guys. I want to recount. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you really gonna well, the well, well. Because really the court, Rick. Because the reason of this is is first of all, I want you guys to know I am a very honest person, and I was gonna change my pick. And, and I'm allowed to change my pick up until 5 o'clock. Right. But I decided to stick with it because the Drew McIntyre bullshit with <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin came on. And I said, he got the fucking belt there. They're not going to have him lose. And I said, fuck it. I'm going to stick with AJ. And it, it is what it is. But I'll tell you one thing. I'll be damned. There's no way that I got last place because the fucking team lost. <laughs> But yes, the winner of the Rick Serrano the Turd Award is Rick Serrano the Third with two points. <laughs> Wait, what? Two points. Two points. Two. Listen, man, I started in the negatives. I started bad. Yeah, I was you did. Negative. Oh, I was negative thirty-four. I see. It's like a cumulative thing. It is my first time playing, so this yes. is okay. That's why yes. we always say if you max out your points. Yeah, yeah. If you're right, you'll get a huge bonus. Oh, but good. Well, wrong, you get all that taken away. So all right, that's why so you got to play it smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 12th place was TJ Logan with five points. Wow. Okay. In 10th place, tied for 10th, was Kyle and Paul with 15 points. <laughs> in ninth place was Miguel Cole with 18 <laughs> points. <laughs> um, in eighth place was Clay Cummings with 25. Wow. Uh, tied for sixth place was Tony Diaz and Elio Canelo with 42 points. Oh, wow. In tied for fourth place was Kalen Knox and Ben with 55 points. Holy shit. In third place was Matt Novak with 71 points. Jeez. And our top two spots was from Andy Anderson and Josh Anderson. Now the winner had 85 and second place had 81. Oh That's no. That's how close it was. Wow. The winner and new wrestling POV champion of the world, the Lone Wolf. What? Andy <laughs> <Anderson>. <laughs> Holy shit. And, and you know what? And if I if that the damn fiend thing. Like I said, if I would have had that, the, the only thing I messed up was the DQ finish with Sasha. Everything else I had. Wow. Holy yeah. shit. First time playing, and there you go. Because and, and, yeah. I didn't fully know. He's like, oh, yeah, well, you can use your points. I'm like, I said, I'm like an upstart rogue pay-per-view, baby. I'm all in. I'm throwing everything <laughs> in there. The end, of the, year, go, end of the year, go hard, go home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Camp and the turd on the same show. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Wow. Well, congratulations. Your first well, time playing you. and you became Beginner's luck. Beginner's luck. Yeah. <laughs> well, the well I'll tell you right now. Yep. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Oh, dude, I've, I have messed up horrible. on the <laughs> <laughs> And on top of that, we do a live drawing of what number yes. you will have. Oh, and that, nice. And if that person yes. wins, you get the points for that. I, I participated in similar, uh, similar yeah, style events. It's pretty, so. it's pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. Um, the Royal Rumble so is one of the best events for for games and picking oh, points yeah. and doing drinking games, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Because there's so many factors, so many different things you can play with. Yep, absolutely. So and it's your a, first it's title defense is yeah, that the Royal, the title Royal Rumble, now. Andy Anderson. I, you want? Know I'm going to enjoy being the champ while I can because. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you right now, I'm not expecting it to be a long title reign. <laughs> who, who is who is the champ before me? Well, right now we reset, so we reset. We we took a break because of the virus and everything. Yeah. So we we just brought it back right now. Okay. But I okay. can tell you this: the longest reigning champion ever was Matt Novak from England. Mm-hmm. He won three pay per views in a row. Yeah. Two nice. of which. He had a perfect score twice in a row. Wow. Yep. He got everything right. Matt Novak, I can tell you wholeheartedly, I am not going to match that. So <laughs> your record is going to be safe. Well, you never know. You never know. Because like I said, when we do the Royal Rumble and we do the random drawing, what number you will get, and that's the superstar that's going to represent you uh, for both the men and the women. Yeah, it was uh, represented by Elias. We all knew he was going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so if you're number one, eh, you might not have a chance. But if you're number thirty, yeah, you might have that chance. So you know, or number twenty-four, number twenty-seven, whichever one is the yeah, yeah, those are yeah. yeah. Normally, you you get a good shot. Um, I remember last year is it was that was a lot of fun. But yeah, but what we ended up doing was um, uh, we're playing for the custom-made championship belt, the undisputed belt. This is the the belt of all belts, and. uh, of course, uh, COVID kind of ruined it. So, yeah. you know, how we did it, again, it, it's a simple process. It's like playing NASCAR, actually, you know. So wherever you're placed at, you get a certain amount of points, and then whatever adds up at the end of the year, you'd be the undisputed champion, and then I'll mail you the belt or it stays home with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that, of uh, the Royal Rumble. And uh, what did I say? January 31st, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Dang. So they got about – they got a few weeks. They got, oh, a, few they got weeks. a six full, weeks. Full month. Yeah. That's yeah, a weird thing too. for WWE, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, of course, I said this rumor before. I'll say it again. Uh, they're thinking about having people there. So – yeah. That's going to be interesting and, and see how they're going to do that. Because um, yeah. I know AEW is already letting people in, but uh, yeah, yeah. you don't see them. They're, they're real far out. So uh, good show, fellas. And I, I think, what, 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 what? And I do want to make a major announcement. Uh, this Saturday on Wrestling POV Podcast, we have our WPOV Award show oh, yes. where we will be giving out our fan of the year, our match of the year, our wrestlers of the year, male and female, our rookies of the year, tag team of the year, and so on and so forth. So make sure you stay tuned. I think on Thursday, on Christmas Eve, I'm going to have a nominee special, and I'm going to put up a video of our nominees for our match of the year and, and so on and so forth, all the nominees for each category. So I'll put that up on Thursday for you guys so you guys can all see who we will be voting for and for the, the trophy of Wrestling POV Awards. Nice. Very nice. nice. So that'll be our special. 
uh, <laughs> for next week. Um, good show, good pay per view. It was a decent pay per view. Yeah, had, had a lot of fun with everybody today. Uh, I think we shall call it a night. So, uh, yes. With that being said, I'm the host Tony Diaz, along with the Lone Wolf, <clears throat> the reigning, undisputed, <laughs> the reigning, defending, undisputed WPOV wow. point. Hey, I gotta get in while I can. <laughs> champion. <laughs> the lone wolf wow. Andy Anderson and then, of course you got wrestling POV I'm not done yet oh, uh, okay. <laughs> that was it yeah one and okay. done one and done <laughs> <laughs> and again, yeah, just do it again on global That's all. <laughs> you got till January 31st uh, and uh, the third wheel the third wheel the Richard turn wheel. The turn wheel. <laughs> I can't believe you came in last. That's why you didn't want me to do to, to announce it. <laughs> That's why. Now I know why. So the gentleman, Elio Canella, please take us home and wish everybody a good night. All right. All right. Merry Christmas. Friends, we, will Merry talk Christmas. we will talk to you all on Tuesday. <laughs> see you when we see you. Merry <laughs> Christmas. See you when we see you. Feliz Navidad. All that stuff. Happy New Year. That's we'll be back before the New Year. Yeah, we'll be back before the New Year, Elio. Worst ending ever. Okay. I'm the I'm I'm the points champion and this is the ending I get. This is okay. <laughs> You know this is all gonna be on the show. I know. Who puts this is. stuff? Elio and the show. Alright, friends, start y'all next time. <laughs>